Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another edition of All Ball Chicago. I'm your co-host, Robert Bobby Reed, and I got the legend, the NBA veteran, the McDonald All-American, your host, Marcus Liberty, with me on this one. But we got two special guests in the building today, two Simeon alumni, uh, father and son tandem, uh, Melvin Nunn, back in 1987, one of my guys, and then Kendrick Nunn to come through in the year 2000 and do his thing. Now with the NBA Miami Heat, welcome Kendrick Nunn and Melvin Nunn to All Ball Chicago. Welcome to the show, fellas. Thank you for Good having trip. us, man. Good Thanks trip. for having us. No question, man. And I, I had to get this tandem on right here, man, because I saw, I saw the relationship that you guys had, man, father and son relationship. So I wanted to get Melvin and Kendrick on, man, just to talk about how important father and son relationships are, man, and uh, and it just have some fun with it today so let's start off with you melvin man like i know you played basketball in Simeon and went on to college play ball and then you have a, you had a son and then did you put that ball in his hand early or, or it was later on no i put the ball in his hand i want to say probably when he was shoot two years old okay and then and then when i when he was three I saw that left hand form. I don't know how he became a lefty. Because <laughs> right. there's nobody in the family that's a lefty. Wow. But you know, he do everything left and right. You know, right. he he only is an athlete with his left. Everything else, he he right-handed. Wow. Right. That's he eat right-handed, right, right-handed, everything. He just played that ball left, left hand. That's crazy. That's, that's crazy. crazy. Wow. And wow. When he was three years old, bought him that first rim. He shot that first jump shot, and he even got the picture too. When he was three, shot that shot that jump shot with his with his left. It was all it was perfect. Wow, perfect at, at three. At three, and then he played his uh, first uh, organized five on five. I want to say when he was five years old, six years old, and I'm talking with referees. He made his first three when he was, I think, in, I want to say, second grade. He made his first official three-pointer with a – And it wasn't pick. no throw. It wasn't no throw no. shot. He was – man, man, me and the coach, I know y'all know double, Daryl uh -huh. Morgan. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. man. Daryl was – man, Daryl was coaching the team. Kendrick shot that jump shot with his left in the corner. I'm talking about 10-foot rims. Wow. Man, double just looked at each other and say <laughs> – Man, you see that? <laughs> From that point on, man, he been shooting that rock just like that, just like when he started. Wow. So now let's go to Kendrick. Let's go to Kendrick now. Kendrick, what do you remember about Pops? I know you've been hearing stories about your Pops, so share a little bit about what you've been hearing about your Pops when he was growing up. Uh, I heard, I mean, I was just seeing newspapers and stuff like that always in, in the uh, basement of my house uh, growing up, a bunch of pictures and articles and stuff like that. Uh, back when he was playing uh, professionally and in high school. But, um, I mean, when I was growing up, he, he wasn't playing um, professionally no more. He was just playing real um, recreational basketball. So just five on five open gym with other guys and stuff like that. So that's really much all I got to see. Um, you, you can say it, man. He, he's old. He was old. <laughs> <laughs> no, what's so funny, Liv, my first game competitive 
that I invited him to. He was a, graduated from eighth grade. We was at Fuller Park. Okay. We was playing with Jabba and all them guys. Yeah. And I brought Kendrick. And that's the first time he really saw me get down. I went down with a back injury. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and so I, Kendrick was on my team. And I was like, you got to kill these folks. Man, he he shot game winner in Jabba's face. Wow. That's when wow. guys was like, man, this boy going to be cold. Yeah, and I remember when I first saw him, when I think it was at Chicago State, when you had told me, you said, man, watch my son. And I was like, all right, I'm going to check him out. And I think they was playing against Jaleer at Chicago State. I think that was a game at Chicago State. Whitney Young, did they play Whitney Young at Chicago State? Oh, yeah. State? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think it was a holiday tournament or something they were doing. And you said, watch my son. And I was like, whoa, he shot that jump shot with the left. And it went in. I was like, oh, man, he got a flamethrower. And then he came back down again. But I, when I was watching him, when I was watching uh, Kendrick play, I was like, he's so smooth with it. You know, like, you don't know if he's going to shoot the jump shot or take it to the rack and try to jump and jam on you. You know, like, that's what kind of game he had. So when I saw him, I'm like, man, dude, your, your son going to be something special. And then the rest is like history, man. He started being on these USA, you know, basketball teams, man, and, and doing his thing like that. Right. Kendrick, how was it, man? Because name some of those guys that was on that team with you when you was on that USA team. Uh, pretty much the whole team has been in the NBA now. I mean, we had Tyus Jones, Jabari Parker, Jaleel Okafor, Stanley Johnson, uh, Aaron Gordon, myself, Theo Pinson. Man, it's a bunch of guys. I think the whole roster uh, pretty much in the league now, maybe one guy that's not. So uh, it was great. I got to play with them early at an early stage. So I knew I fit in fit in with, you know, what was going on in, uh, in that level of basketball. So I always knew. So you always, did you always have that, that mental, that mental toughness? I know coming from Chicago, we all had it. I just wanted to see, you know, how how it was in, in built into you, you know, like how was that mental toughness building? Did you get beat up one time on the court? Somebody, you know, talked a little trash. What was it like, man, growing up in Chicago? Uh, I mean, it was it was fun, you know, just that red South playing in the red South, and then going to Simeon, it was competitive every day, even with guys that's not even playing in the game, guys that's on the bench, you know, playing against them every day. That was the, the guys that go the hardest. So just playing against them every day made me better and, and uh, created my competitive spirit. Yeah, I saw yeah. Go ahead, man. But it was I, – I, I could remember way before that. Okay. Because, you know, when I when we, when we when we was, you know, when I bought the house, first thing I went and got is basketball rim. You know, you got to have a basketball court in the driveway. Right. You know, gotcha. so it was it was – it was – Fortunately, that we had a lot of guys on the block that was three, four years older than Ken. And they used to come back there and they used to go at it. I'm talking about he was in third grade because I think we've been in this house since he was uh, four years old. So when he was in, so when he was, you know, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11 years old, he was hooping in the yard. And these guys on the block, they was four, five years older than him. And I used to have all of them in the yard. Huh. And they weren't giving him no slack. <laughs> he man, he was shooting it. They they blocking it. And then that's how he learned how to really shoot and start dunking the ball because he won he was trying to dunk on the bigger guys. Wow, 
Wow. Do you remember that, Kendrick? Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah, the most definitely. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> no, uh, I mean, that was before I started. That was before Simeon days, you know, where, where that journey really started. That backyard was where it happened. At. I believe you. I believe yeah. you, man. And I, you got a great dad, too, man. Uh, me and him talk, and uh, when we get an opportunity to talk, man, even though you're a Simeon guy and a McKean guy, uh, we <laughs> always got love, man. Every time I but see you, know your pop, yeah, every time I see your pops, man, nothing but love, man. And, and he speaks so highly of you, man. And I'm I'm the same way. So I'm just like you, my son, too. When I'm watching you, you hoop, man, in the league, I'm like, I got to watch Kendrick. You know, people are like, man, who is Kendrick? I'm like, man, he from Shy, man. I got to watch this guy. I got to watch him, you know. So even though you went to Simeon, dude, you still Chicago to me, you know, <laughs> in Chicago. Yeah, you know? So, so I always look at it like that, man, when I see you out there hooping and doing your thing. But I want to go back to your, your college days at Oakland, man, when you were uh, – at one time you was leading the nation in scoring, you know, mm-hmm. and, and I think your players, you know, may – I've seen that, you know, did you, did you feel a little tension, you know, at uh, Oakland when you was doing all that um, with the coach putting that rock in your hand and, and moving you to the point guard position? Yeah, um, that was a big step uh, in my career and what I wanted to be uh, moving, playing at Oakland and transitioning to that point guard position. So that's something that I, that I had in the back of my mind. And when I went to Oakland, that's something I spoke about with Coach Campion. We was on the same page about it. So it clicked and I mean, it happened. I worked, I put in enough work to be able to, to do it and we made it happen. Yeah, that's what's up. And I saw that too, man. I was like, he got the point now? I said, yeah. I said, that's nice, man. And then, you know, now you're playing in the lead as a point right. guard, you mm-hmm. know? So you, you, you're actually playing your natural position to me right now. Exactly. Right, ups the cappy, man. Yeah. Ups the cappy for letting him do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So hey, let, me ask, let me ask Kendrick some, uh, both of y'all some though. Was it that? Was it a point that you got to, like when you finished at Oakland, and then you was going through the process? Like, am I gonna make it? You know, like, is this gonna happen? And then you signed with Miami because you was at Golden State first, right? Yeah. So yeah. Uh, Melvin, was it a point where y'all was kind of like you was coasting them through it, like dog, just stay with it, man, just stay with it. It was, you know what, we really didn't talk too much about it we just was at the moment you know you know you got the you got because you got to play to get there first right right because if you know going from uh, a high major to a mid major you know how you know your numbers got to go uh, double up Mm -hmm. right and and what was so what was so nice about it that's what campy said to him when he was saying hey i need you here because i'm gonna make you a pro Wow. Oh. So when a coach tell you I'm gonna make you a pro in one year, man, you shake that coach hand and, and, and say, I'm on my way. And that's what he, <laughs> and that's what he did. That's what he did. Not really it really wasn't about making me a pro because cause I was I was like a pro at Illinois. Right. You know <laughs> right. So so just going no, there. No, no, Kendrick, you was a pro in Simeon. You was a pro yeah. in Simeon. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So when I went to Oakland, it was just we we was on that same page. And um he seen my ability to score the ball. So move move moved me to that transition to that point guard, having the ball in my hands more. It uh it made it was my natural position, so it worked out. And it made you actually a better score. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, because you was playing with Jabari and y'all was kind of like tag teaming, but Jabari was the dog, right? He was your big bro. Y'all was bros, y'all did it together. 
Yeah. It was like Jabari, right? But then Kendrick comes along, firing that mug up. You like, dude was quiet. You know what I'm saying? Melvin Sun always been quiet. He, you know, he he's the same today. Pat Riley even said, "I talked to Pat Riley. Pat said I just want him to smile a little bit when he, when he, <laughs> you know, when he trace somebody up or when right. he hit some, you know, your son. One, I said, Pat Riley said, once I see him smile, then I know." Then I know he love it. He he, he love what he do. Cause hey, you were sneak dunking on a few people this year, boy. Yeah, man. <laughs> I was like, you got Javale McGee, right? <laughs> a couple bodies, man. I know. I saw that. I was like, so how tall are you, kid? About six three for sure. Ah, well, I'll tell you, boy, killers ain't got no size, baby. <laughs> <laughs> But what make his but make his game so special? He got that 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 three ball. So when you when you have that three ball, they got to respect that. So when they come out on you, like man, I'm going by you, and I'm gonna go to the rack hard. And I'm gonna get your body, you know. So I'm trying to get me a body on somebody. And when I see you play, man, it's it's just like you having fun, man. It's like you know you belong there for one. You know you right. belong in the NBA. And you can see that, and 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 you got you still have that chip because I think you still got something to prove. Or that you want to prove, because you probably have goals that you set and you want to meet. Uh, so t tell us a little bit about some of those goals, man. That you 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 know you're looking forward to this coming uh, season. Yeah. Um. Well, hopefully we we be able to finish this season off, and um, I mean, hopefully still looking to win a championship. You know, if we could end this season, um, it's just been it's been so long. It feels like we disconnected with the season, but hopefully when it comes back. You know, I'm still in that rookie of the year race. Hopefully I get that one um, and, and a couple more accomplishments as well. But um, years to come, I'm always just looking to develop my game. I, I mean, I'm looking at, I'm trying to be an all-star next year. So I got a big summer ahead of me this summer. So that's what I'm working towards. My man, and, and Kendrick, the reason why I ask you that, man, because it's so many guys, man, that they are so happy just to make it to the league and when they make it, they don't have goals. They don't set anything aside, like what, they, what they're trying to get. I was that player. I was like, man, you know what? I just want to make it to the league, and I'm good, you know? And now you got you to gotta keep going. You got to keep striving to be the best basketball player you can be because yeah. there's somebody else coming in there. No you know? So that's good you did. You're setting goals, man. No doubt. Hey, man, I want to ask you this, though, man. You know, having a young son going into that league, sometimes the league could be a trap if you go right. to the wrong organization. How does it feel to know that your son is playing for Pat Riley? Because he's not taking no stuff. Oh. He got to work his butt off. I heard Pat is tough. Well, no, Kendrick <laughs> found that out the first meeting he had with uh with Pat Riley. He told me. So I, I, already, I already knew what Pat Riley was about. But then when Ken heard it and saw it for himself, man, he knew. He Man, he went on to Miami and just did everything that they told him to do on the court, working out. And he got better just in two, three months at Miami for that yeah. first summer. Because I heard they got the most strenuous workouts, right, Kendrick? They said, if you can survive a Pat Riley workout, you can play anywhere in the league. No, no doubt. We putting in some work, for sure. Like, it's, it's no easy work. We putting in some work. 
Yeah, and he, uh, Pat Riley, he, he's one of those guys, because I worked out with him one time, man, tried out for the Miami, and I was like, what? You testing speed and, and jumping and doing all this stuff? I don't know if Pat Riley's still doing that type of workout where he had, you know, these guys, these beds in the gym. Like, these guys didn't go home. Alonzo morning and Tim and them, it's like, man, you're going to work, you get tired, you're going to lay down over here, then we're going to come back two hours later. <laughs> so them guys never even went home, man. So, but, but yeah, Pat Riley is... He is a, a mastermind, man, of getting guys and getting the best out of players, man. Right. And, and I think that he saw something in Kendrick, and I think, man, he took that chance, and look what happened. And you went in there and, and, and started. You, and, then, and then, Liv, if you see, if you buy in, I think if you buy in 150% on what Pat Riley and that Miami he does, you can stay there for a long time. I agree. Ain't lying. And that's what he's seeing him. He's like, okay, Dwayne Wade on his way out. <laughs> okay, how did it feel though? And I, I, I heard that comment, Kendrick. So I wanted to come back to this list. Y'all gonna try to win it this year? Of course. That's what I'm talking about. Because I had y'all coming out of that East. I ain't told nobody. I was like, okay, they got buckets. They got nephew over there. They got the pieces. Yeah. Well, you just said it now. Well, well Lear, you just said it on on, on all bars Chicago. That that's your team. You want them to win it. Yeah, they was on they was on pace, man. They, they, I mean, the way that they put that team together, man, I think it was uh, poised to be able to make a run. So, but, yeah, Kendrick, they... how, but Kendrick, how would you feel like, man? You know, the season is like short. You know, would you feel like, man, that any team that will win it this year? Did you you feel that like, man, that, that we really deserve this because we really didn't really like play a whole season. <laughs> You know, it's hard to say, man. I know, man. That's why I, I, I was I was just thinking like that because I'm like, damn, I, I want to win a championship, but do I want to win it like this with this COVID nineteen? And then you, you, you yeah. I don't know how they're gonna format it or anything like that, but it's gonna be very interesting to see how they do this. It is. It's gonna be very interesting. Um, hopefully, hopefully we can make it happen. Though I thought we would definitely have to sacrifice our summer in order to get it done. Though. Now tell us a little bit about uh, Simeon. Uh, Coach Rob, man, I want to know some stories about Coach Rob because that's my man. So, so tell us some stories about it. But I remember we was in St. Louis and we was at the the Nike uh, uh, program in St. Louis, and somebody got him for his shoes, man. And he was pissed. <laughs> <laughs> he was pissed, boy. But uh, just tell us some stories about it, man. Something funny, man. If you got any, man, Coach Rob is a great guy. I mean. He is another, um, like a mentor to me, uh, to be honest, um, coming in Chicago, I mean, coming, going to Simeon and, and playing under his wing for four years, it's been a, it's been an honor. And um, he's the type of coach that don't take, don't take no, no BS neither, you know what I mean? Like if you ain't coming to play that day, he gonna let you know about it. And, and it ain't gonna be in nice words, you know what I'm saying? Okay. I'll let you know about it. And assistant coaches as well, so everybody, that's on that uh, that staff, that coaching staff from from head to bottom is is on point and love what they're doing over there, um, and they're still doing it. So they getting they getting the youth better. So I love what they're doing for Chicago. That's what's up. That's what's hey, up. Hey man, let me ask me up for something, Lib. You had Coach Hambrick and you know Rob. Right. What 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 do you see in them? Those two coaches, man. Um, they styles. They well, the styles are totally different because well the. The style Rob has is changing a little bit because the kids are changing. Mm-hmm. But when Kendrick went there as a freshman, the style was 
man, the same. They was Kendrick them was running mismaster. They was yes. running the passing game because those guys had the the style of play that Rob really really wanted to to to, to use. Mm-hmm. And with Hamrick and Rob, is they had similarities because it was they way or the highway. <laughs> Man, I remember Rob took all the uniforms. Remember that, Kendrick? <laughs> Rob took everybody's. Rob took everybody's uniform, dog. And he said, "I'm about to, I'm about to pick the team all over again." And this was during the playoffs. He really did. Took everybody uniforms. He took everybody uniforms. Then he had personal meetings with each player about what he wanted out of them. From this point on, going forward to the end of the rest of the season, and if he didn't give you a uniform, hey, that's hey, he not on the team. Not man. on the team. <laughs> that's what's up. Rob seemed like a cool, calm, collective dude. You know, he, man, I didn't have man, I didn't get in none of them guys' business when Kendrick was there. I let them coach. That's I didn't. Man. I didn't say nothing. And that's what I wanted. For, to, I wanted to coach. And that's what I wanted to ask you, man. Like when you see, like. Cause this we we can help some parents and and sons relationships of how they do it with the coaches you know like when I, I I'm pretty sure you did you did this uh Melvin with uh Kendrick when I signed over to Rob and talked to Rob at Simeon and said you got my son teach my son I'm gonna stay out the way but on the flip side it's some parents that can't do that right you know so talk about that a little bit you know what Lil when you said that word get out I didn't even tell Rob that. Cause you know, me and Rob had a relationship from day one. You know, me and Rob, me and Rob been knowing each other for shoot, 35 years. I didn't have to tell Rob what I was gonna do. I didn't have to ask him what he was gonna do. Right. Cause if I wasn't comfortable Kendrick going there, mm-hmm. I wouldn't have sent him there. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't my place to tell Rob how to coach. And Kendrick even contested this. I never, man, you, you should have been doing this. You should have been doing that. Man, you got to shoot the ball more. You got man, I didn't do none of that. Guess who told him to do what I just said? Coach Rob. I remember Kendrick was a freshman. They lost their first game to Curie by two. Kendrick was starting on sophomore team. Kendrick was a guy to score, you know, 15, 16 points a game his freshman year. Kendrick had two points. They was at practice the next day. He had sophomore team on one side, varsity team on the other side. After he got through talking to the varsity team, he came over to the, to the sophomore team, got in Kendrick's face. Kendrick remember this. He said, man, I didn't bring you over here to score two points. <laughs> Y'all lost by two points. I think Kendrick maybe shot the ball maybe two or three times his first game. I didn't say nothing. I said, Y'all lost the game. You know how you played. I knew Rob knew was gonna get on, him. Right. and Rob them got on him. Dude went from two points that first game to 17, 18 points every game after that. That's huge. So, Kendrick, do you think do you think that was uh, that you wanted to hear that from your coach, like give you that encouragement, you know, to to go out and 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 get buckets, pretty much, like because some players are like that. They need to hear from their coach that you believe in me that you want to see me take this next step 
Or some players just go through the motions and say, you know what, I'm just going to take what I can when I get it. <laughs> but if I hear from my coach, I'm going I'm to take my game to a whole nother level. So was that like that with you or no? Yeah, yeah, it's definitely like that with me, um, especially at that early age. I needed um, a coach like that to to instill that in me because he's seen my talent and what I was and my gift and what I was able to do. And you know what I'm saying? That just built, that just helped me gain confidence as a player. So, but in some players, they may get, they may get sensitive about it and things like that, but that makes the, the that separates the good between the great. It, it, how, how you can take adversity and, and the coach coaching you, you know what I'm saying? So, mm -hmm. so it helped me. Right, wow. he never, he never backed down when somebody chewed him out. And Coach Thomas was crazier than Rob. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So, so Coach Thomas the one do a lot more hollering than Rob does. And if so, you could take, so, if you so, could, so, so, if Melvin, you could take that as a freshman, tell some of our listeners who Coach Thomas is because we got listeners from all over. Right, Coach Thomas is the head soft. He well, he was the head sophomore coach and the head uh, assistant coach on the varsity team. Okay. So now he's just the uh, head assistant and he he gave the uh, assistant, I mean, the head coaching job to the sophomore team, to the younger coaches. Okay. Uh, he been like, he been with Rob from day one and coach Thomas was the hardest of them all. And and then like wow. Kendrick said, Kendrick didn't back down to, to what he was trying to get out of him. He just okay. responded on the floor and I just let it be. I didn't say, man, you, you hollering at my son too much, man. You, man, Cool out on them sometimes. Let them hoop, man. I didn't say none of that. <laughs> I, that one, hey, I just say, hey, that's your coach. That's your coach. I ain't your coach. I'm not gonna coach you. Why the game going on? I ain't screaming. I ain't hollering. I ain't shoot the ball, Ken. Man, Ken, why you took man? I ain't man. I'm sitting up there eating my popcorn, eating my snicker, <laughs> and watching the game. If I had something to say to Ken, I say something to him when we get in the crib. Mm -hmm. Like, man. You uh, your shot was, I, and I won't say you played bad. I said, man, your shot was off a little bit. You need to, you need to, you know, release it a little higher sometime. I gave him those type of encouragements. I didn't never talk about negative, that you could have did this better, you could have did that better. I said, hey, I, I tell him that now in the pros. Mm -hmm. I'd be like, Ken, I, man, your shot flat. Right. All right. He's like, and then he'll say, yeah, it's a little flat, but I'm going to get it together. I'm going to get it together. And then when he went on a, a, like a six, five game slump, I was like, man, what's going on? He said, man, it's like that in the NBA. We got 84 games. <laughs> <laughs> and this ain't, this ain't uh, cops in high school. <laughs> oh, man, that's too funny. And, you know, that woke me up. I said, oh, okay, I understand that. Yeah, you going to have maybe five games, but you're going to score maybe 10 or five or seven. Hey. And what about that pace, though, Kendrick? That pace in the league is crazy, right? That's the league, for sure. I mean, it's grown men. <laughs> wow. Who one yeah. of the toughest people? I'm sorry, we go ahead, live. No, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Who one of the toughest people you face so far out there? So the toughest? I mean, of course, like, guys like LeBron and Kawhi, you know what I'm saying, that you're really not going to be able to stop it. And they feel like a brick wall when you touch them, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> But other other little quick guards like Kimball Walker, you know what I'm saying? Ish, right. that's real underrated. Quick guards. You say Ish? Yeah, man. It's ish. cold, ain't he, man? Yeah, yeah. I, I mess with Ish. I like his game. 
Okay. But, uh, yeah, look, quick guards. I mean, them, them the hardest to guard, but they got to guard me too, so. <laughs> My man. So who is the best shooter in the family? Because I heard your sister, your sister ball too, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yes. Kendall. So who's Kendall. the best shooter, man? Hey, Kendall can shoot, but but I might have to take that one. Uh, <laughs> Kendall, 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 Kendall started off uh, a better long-range shooter than he was. Okay. But I think he, Kendall had that unconsciousness. She'll shoot it from the hash. <laughs> For real. She was on, uh, really? she didn't nobody have to tell her to shoot the ball. Cause I, I saw I saw every last one of her games. They used to let her at Morgan Park, they let, let her do what she wanted to do. She was a she started there as a freshman and was on varsity every single game and every single year. And I used sometimes I used to say, Man, can you need to put it up like that? <laughs> so she used to put it up. You know, that's what made him real tough. You know, let it be said. Yeah, Tyler, you hearing that? That you said that? No, no, Reed. Kendall made him tough and each other tough because they used to beat each other up in the backyard. Oh. I used to knock on the window and say, hey, that's it. Wow. <laughs> wow. You know, ain't nobody about to get no broken arms and y'all get to start fighting because right. y'all playing this tough one-on-one. -on -one. Right. But so, yeah, they used to they used to go at it. So they that, used to that, go at it. That again shows me that mental toughness that Kendall had, man, like Kendrick had. I mean, like you doing that against your sister, man? Like, <laughs> you know, like, he was beating up on me. Hey, she was better than me growing up for sure until about 11 years old. Then I, I started winning. Wow. 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 So, so man, you had a, you had, you had, you had a hell of a college career, man. And I'm just going to say the one year, man, playing at Oakland, man, doing your thing, putting up them type of numbers, having that coach believe in you, man, and taking your game to a whole nother level. And then that, you know, that, that road that you took to get to the league, man, you know, going through the G League and, mm -hmm. and, and just keeping staying focused. Let's talk a little bit about that, man. How how did you, you, you know, maintain that focus that you know what you were really trying to get, you know, because a lot of people would have quit. You know, a lot of people would have said, man, this might not be for me. Yeah, it was tough, to be honest. I mean. After um, getting waived and, and being assigned to the G League, I had options whether stay in the station, you know, playing the G League, or really go overseas and and collect some money. You know what I mean? But so that was a, a very tough decision. So I ended up deciding to stay because I knew, man, I was whooping on guys all summer, and these was the guys getting drafted. So I'm like, nah, let me go ahead and stay in it. <laughs> so we're gonna have to play, and eventually this season, I'm gonna go ahead and get my call up. And sure enough, that happened. Man, Kendrick, I'm just saying, I'm thinking over here, man, like you rolled the dice, dude. Yeah. You bad. actually rolled the dice because look, you have a family, right? You have you have a kid. You have a kid, right? Mm-hmm. You so you 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 know, you rolled the dice on that one, man, and and it and it came through for you because, you know, I don't know if I would have did that route. You know, I've been <laughs> like, man, I gotta take that money overseas, man. Hey, like, crazy, right here. I, was, I, was, I was this close to. I mean, it was coming through yeah. off I mean, but at the time where we was, the contracts were getting converted to two ways and call-ups beginning mm -hmm. of the year, January. I had an offer going to, to China. They was, you know what I'm saying, a couple hundred thousand for only a two months. You know what I'm saying? I'm making a salary at the, in the G League. It's 30, you know what I'm saying, 30,000. So it was, it was tough, but 
I mean, I bet That's on myself. Man, you rolled the dice on that one, kid. Yeah, yeah. You did. You did. He bet on hey, hey, Liv. He bet on them numbers he was putting up in the G League coming off the bench. Wow. So you, you know, were coming, you off, coming the off the bench in the G League? Coming yeah. off the bench, averaging 20. Damn. Yeah. They know, tried so. to push nephew further back, but he couldn't eat. <laughs> they couldn't hold him back. Man, he kept he kept at it, man. He didn't let down. And I see that, that was a good well. part. And and Liv, what's the funny part about it? His game elevated in the playoffs. In the playoff game in the G League, he averaged 30. Damn. And then that's when Pat Riley said, man, who is this? <laughs> uh, Pat Riley, love him with Chicago guard, boy. You know it. He loved it. Kendrick, I want to ask you this, man. Because for, for all the people that think the dudes on the bench in the NBA is busters just because they don't get in. <laughs> Can you talk about how talented these guys are that be on the bench, man? People think, oh, he's a buster. He's on the bench. Not at all. I mean, to be honest with you, I would say you're this close to being an all-star and being on the bench. You know what I'm saying? It just depends on what organization you're in, what type of coach you have. So, I mean, from every player from, from 1 to 15 has, has talent for sure. And can put it and can go. Glad you said that, cause man, kids, I hear kids saying, "Oh, he's a buster." I'm like, man, he ain't coming lifetime fitness and score all up <laughs> on y'all, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Man, if you made it, if you made it to the NBA, man, ain't no, ain't no bombs, ain't no busters. Right. That's what I say, Liv. No, Yo, shoot, that's, not that's, at all. That's hard to do, man. A lot of people don't do. know how hard it is to really make it into that NBA, man. Everybody, and I'm not gonna never try to kill nobody's dream either. You know, it's to each his own. If you feel that you can make it, then you put the work in, then then then, then go ahead and try it. You know, and right. if it doesn't work, you can go overseas. I know, I know plenty of people that already made a, a nice career. You know, so I always tell my kids, man, that I talk to, man, don't give up. Uh, you can make a living if you really really believe in this sport and you really think it can take and support your family. Man, do what's best for your family, man. If that means you have to go across the seas and, and make some money for four or five years or six, seven, eight years, then do it. Yeah, that's 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 after. You know, if you don't get to the league, then you go there. I don't know, kids. Like, I probably would have took that 200, Jack. <laughs> I'd have been in China like a mug, Jack. With them Latinese, they went. Oh, congratulations on signing to uh, with Puma, right, Liv? We were talking about that. Yeah. Congratulations on that, Thank man. So, so we got to get our Puma gear, man. We got to get our Puma gear. <laughs> Leave it to the statue. Yeah, we, we actually wrote uh, cocktails and Pumas one, at one time, Melvin, man. We was rocking Pumas back in the oh, day. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, man. You know cocktails and everything, man. Who were Pumas back then? Uh, Duckworth. You used to play for Portland. Yeah. yeah. He yeah. was yeah. Pumas. Yeah. yeah, he sure was. So, Ginger, you have a boy. Boy or say that again. Did you do you have a boy or a girl? A uh, boy. Uh oh, uh oh, you about to put the rock in her hand. About to put the rock in his hand. He's sitting right here next to me, asking about Papa. <laughs> <laughs> you want to see Papa? Papa? <laughs> you got to wave at him. Yeah. Man, this What's is up, a hot one right here, man. This is a hot one, Liv. Oh, yeah. Liv, this is a hot one, big baby. We had to get them, them, these two on, man, because you can see that bond, man. That's why I, I want. And that humbleness, man. 
wanted to do this one, man, because, like I said, it's not about, you know, uh, a high school team or anything like that. I said I wanted the father-son relationship so uh, Melvin and Kendrick can talk about that relationship, man. And, and and did you buy your dad that Bentley yet, man? <laughs> I'm sure Melvin don't even want that, dude. Man, Melvin you took the, a hey, 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 Reed, you took the words right out of my mouth. I'm a Corvette guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got a bad Corvette, don't you? Yeah. Hey, Liv, he got a bad one, man. But that's a for our viewers to know that. <laughs> but they already know that. I had it for eight years. <laughs> yeah, right. that boy cold, man. That's a cold one, man. But you know right. what, Liv? No, man, Miami beautiful. Uh -huh. We did father, father, son, daughter, two. You know, I've been, you know, I've been with him from day one. We vacationed. We, man, we did it all as a family. You know, we went on, I took him to Disneyland, Disney World every year. You know, some, you know, because I was fortunate. I worked every day. Mm -hmm. So, right. you know, put him in a, a safe environment. You know, because that's what I said I was going to do. I said, I'm not going to, you know, raise my kids in a violent neighborhood. I right. want them to be able to walk up and down the street, ride their bikes, go to the park without me wondering if somebody going to drive by. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they they can say they had a very, very comfortable, excited youth growing up in the neighborhood because they didn't have to worry about anything. You know, they had the protection that if they, if they was worrying about anything, they had the protection just to hoop in the backyard. But as they got older, they start, you know, they can go over to their other friend's house or they can go run up to the park and hoop. And I wasn't saying, no, y'all can't do that. Cause this guy, this guy over here, no, y'all go ahead. Make sure y'all be back before it get dark or whatever. But you know, when, when it wasn't no ball, we was vacationing. You know, you know, they weren't running the streets, you know, because, you know, they knew I didn't stand for none of that. They understand what I wanted out of them. And that's why I didn't have no problems raising them. You know, they did exactly what they what they needed to do. It was they was eight students live and read. We talking about eight, eight. Kendrick probably was a, a B when he got to high school. He got to start start doing a little bit of other things in the girls, but you know, but he was, but he, he was an eight, he was a B student. Right. My daughter was a 4.0 student all through, you know, high school, but they wasn't, I ain't had to worry about, uh, y'all gonna be prop 48. Y'all, y'all, hey, I, I said, hey. And both of your kids graduated from college, right? Kendall got a master's. Wow. And then Kendrick got the BA and he could get a master's if he really, really want to. You know, but he don't. Hey, but kid, no, Kendrick, Kendrick can tell you he don't like school. <laughs> don't like but me. you know what? He he had to do what he had to do to keep playing that ball. Right. right. He never was on the borderline at all mm -hmm. with right. the books. Never, ever. Wow. You know that's man. You when you see his grades, he always carried a three point or or better. That's strong. You know, because man, I. Man. Because I started them believing in education when they was, you know, three years old, four years old, they was going to daycare. Is that something though, Melvin, that your dad instilled in you when you were growing up? Say that again, Lip. 
was that something that your father instilled in you when you were growing up? Oh yeah, oh yeah. It was the same thing, you know. He believed in going to school. Then when you finish school, go to college, get a job, and keep a job. Mm -hmm. Right. Oh man, used to always tell me, "Don't ever quit a job if you ain't got one to go to the next day." Cause what's wow. the point? You go then you're gonna be unemployed. <laughs> yeah. So keep a job, you know, stay out of trouble, do what you're supposed to do, and you ain't gonna have no problems out of nobody. Right. That's beautiful, Melvin. Man. That is. That's important, man. And I'm glad people got a chance to see y'all in here together in Iraq and how important the father's role is in his son's life. You know, we never get a chance to see this. So, man, shout out to y'all, man, for appreciate real, man. And everybody it, man. in Chicago, man, fathers in Chicago who got their sons hooping, man, you heard Melvin say, he ain't in the stands hollering. And I see Rob make posts like that all the time. Parents need to be parents and let us coach the game. So, exactly. good stuff, Melvin, man. Straight up, brother. And I also, Kendrick, and I'll, also, Kendrick, I know your mom played, you know, an important role in your life as oh, well. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. But we just wanted to get pops on, you know, but I know I'm pretty sure your mom played a big part of your upbringing as well, man. So big shout out to moms too, man. Shout out to moms, man. And everybody that helped because it's a team. Oh, yeah. now, I, I saw his draft party. I was watching it on the internet. Squid, Lenny oh, Mack. Yeah. <laughs> I saw it. I was like, damn. Okay. Let's rock. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so Liv, anything else you want to uh, leave with the good people before we get man, up out of chill, Mike? Man, you know I always like, you know, our guests, man, to talk to the, you know, next generation of Hoopers, you know, Kendrick, man, and Melvin. If Let's, let's start off with uh, Kendrick and then end with uh, his pops. You know, what kind of advice would you give an up-and-coming Hooper, uh, whether that's, you know, continue to go to school or, or, man, if you work hard, this can happen, you know, whatever it may be, you know, Talk a little bit about that. Yeah. Uh, I want to say that, first, first, first and foremost, I know all kids have dreams, you know what I'm saying? And and they dream big. So to follow those dreams is something that's not easy to do. So I would definitely recommend the kids to follow their dreams and work hard at whatever they want to do, and they can get it. I mean, you put that work in, you're going to get results. It may not be as quickly as you want them, but if you keep keep working hard and be consistent with those with those um, work habits you have, you will definitely get good results. So that's what one thing I have to say. My man, my Thanks, man. Yeah. Man, with me is uh, number one is no no books, no ball first. <laughs> you can't if you can't exceed exceed in classroom, you know you ain't going to exceed on that basketball court. But when you get on that court, do what the coach tell you to do and listen to the coach. Mm -hmm. Your parents going to give you advice on your game. They can't tell you what to do in a game when your coach is doing all the talking. That's right. You know, you what you going to tell the coach? Uh, my, my mama and my daddy told me I can't, I don't supposed to do that. So, mm -hmm. You know, you can't. It ain't. It ain't. It ain't gonna happen in no in nobody's program. You know, so it's it's having the ability to learn what you're trying to learn. Work at it, like Kendrick said. Work at it all day, every day, because the next person is uh, working while you you're not working. You know, and pretty much that's that's about it. Just you know, keep your head straight. 
learn, 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 and 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 keep it going. What's up, man? That's good words of advice, man, to to our listeners. And um, I'm definitely gonna be coming to some games this year, man, because I'm in Florida, so I'm right up. I'm like three and a half hours away, man. So when you come to either, I can drive down to Miami or I can go to Orlando. Okay. Cool, oh man, cool. check you out. So I'm gonna make sure I be coming to some of those games, man. Check you out, uh, man. And, and nothing but success to you, man, Kendrick. And I, and I know you're gonna do well, man. And represent Chicago, man. Do it all. Do it all for Chicago and pops and your family, man. And, uh, oh yeah, you know I am. Yeah. Shout out to you, Melvin, for doing being a fantastic dad, bro. I appreciate it, man. And I'm still gonna take you up on that Coronas, man, and not the virus, the real Corona. <laughs> 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 hey, they, that that truck's still running. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. That Don't truck's still running. <laughs> I'm talking about that truck we got from you. Oh, is it? It's still rolling, right? It's still rolling. Man, that wasn't nothing wrong with that baby, but you know, I was like telling brother-in-law, like, my, I mean, little nephew, like, hey. I ain't got to dodge nobody, but that's for another show, though, uh, man. But man, I'm glad y'all enjoy that, man. You know, I was going to be on the level with y'all, so I appreciate y'all coming out and getting it. Yes, sir. No right. Thank all right, guys. Appreciate you, man. And give a shout-out to All Ball Chicago, man. Oh, yeah, All Ball Chicago. Number yes, one, baby. Shout-out right. All Ball Chicago. Thanks for having us. Thanks, right. man. Thanks, fellas. Don't drink All Ball Chicago. All right. Peace, my brothers. Love Peace. Man. Peace. Yes, All right. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.